Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Thank you so much for staying with us. So we've had um, a lot of you complaining yesterday about movement and these uh, very difficult... uh, restrictions around movement between borders of provinces and obviously outside and inside borders okay and uh, one of you brought up in fact it was uh, the other day one of you brought up the issue of truck drivers and in fact the taxi drivers were saying to us that they are concerned that truck drivers suddenly now are, are, are transporting people and this was a problem And I had said, well, it doesn't make it right. And lots of you came back lashing at me saying, well, what are people supposed to do? So we decided to get the Department of Transport to try and assist us with your concerns and see if there is a a possible solution. And then the Ali Payne, who you all know very well, um, a former colleague here at SAFM. And uh, welcome home, Ayanda. (laughs) We hope you're safe and fine. Hello. Always good to be back home, Camilla. Very good afternoon to you, to your listeners. Thank you very much for having us. So, Ayanna, I mean, everybody was sort of saying, look, we we don't necessarily have family members or ourselves are in a position to have private cars to move, for instance, in a situation where there is an emergency. So I may already have a permit that says I can't go and bury my mother or my father or my sibling, that kind of thing. However, if the public transport system does not support me, where else are people supposed to go? So they're now having to find themselves asking for lifts from truck drivers who are moving goods, but are now suddenly also moving people. Where do you stand on that? I think what's important for us to, to remember, Pimelo, is the reason why it is that these restrictions are in place. We're trying to limit as much as possible a gathering of large people in any setting, in any environment, including in minibus taxis. And this is why it seems rather unfair that we're putting such heavy restrictions on public transport and not so much in private vehicles. If you're traveling in a private vehicle, the chances are it is a mother, a father, a child. And this is small numbers of people confined in one environment, people that would more than likely have been in the same household as well. But when you have a public transport setting where Pimelo lives in Gitkluf, Ayanda lives in Dobsonville, and Lerato lives somewhere else, and they're all gathering in this private, uh, this uh, public transport uh, vehicle, a minibus taxi, for example, and they're traveling, their rates of exposure are far wider than in a private car. So I think it's important for us to remember that firstly. But then secondly, you made a very good analogy. If there is a death in the Eastern Cape and I'm living in Gauteng and I need to go to the Eastern Cape, why does it seem as if I'm being penalized because I don't have my own vehicle? What happens outside of COVID? Usually people will seldom take public transport to go to a funeral anyway. We will club together as a family and we will hire Jabu's transport services to provide transport for us to take us to the Eastern Cape. That still remains. Provided Jabu's transport services is not filled to capacity, only 70% filled, and there is a valid and legitimate debt certificate. In that case, it is permitted. The issue of trucks very quickly is something that we frown upon terribly. Not only is it unsafe because these vehicles are not licensed mm-hmm. to tra- transport uh, people uh, for profit, but also because they themselves would not know what percentage to fill. Is it 70%, 20%, 30%? Because they're not public transport providers. That is something we frown upon. And even in these roadblocks, trucks are being searched to check what cargo they are transporting. If they are transporting human beings, that will be an infringement. They will be arrested. And the people will have to find alternative transportation. 
It's a tough one because would there not be, wouldn't it be possible for permits to be issued for long distance taxis, for instance, to operate with the same regulations that you have for local transport uh, taxi ferrying people? Would these uh, public transports be transporting people across the provinces mm. for uh, funerals or for essential services or just for daily commute? That's very important. How, how would we differentiate their, their service? I understand your frustration, but the, but the, 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 the thing that we have to remember is that we are not permitting interprovincial transport, uh, transportation unless it is for funerals or medical emergency or if it's a service uh, that is essential. So a doctor is living in Eastern Cape and is needed in the Western Cape to, to perform whatever surgery. Only under those circumstances. So when people say, please, can you give permits for long distance uh, for this period? Mm. You have to ask the question, for what? Because if it's for funerals, that is already catered for. If it's for essential services, that is already catered for. But if it's just to visit or to go and buy groceries, it can't be allowed to mellow. If we relax these restrictions too soon and too much, it defeats the purpose entirely. So so if, if it's for, for passengers, and, and, and hear me, for passengers, because even in a funeral situation, right, we're not necessarily always going to leave at the same time. I may be, this may be my mother and I'm leaving immediately because she passed away just now or just yesterday. And yes, I can prove it. I've got a permit and I need to go home before the entire family gathers and then goes to a funeral together. In an instance like that, what do you, what do you feel should be the way forward? Mm. It's going to seem terribly insensitive of me. I know this because maybe someone might think you're not in the same position. I and that's easy for you to say. But when I say this is going to cost all of us, I mean it in the kindest way possible. There will be sacrifices that are made. It is either the entire family will have to rent out that vehicle and, tra- and travel or you would have to wait or you all go sooner. It, it will be uncomfortable. If it was business as usual, we would not be under lockdown. So for the mere fact that you have to go to the police station and get a permit and you have to arrange for that transportation and you have to come together in a family as a family and make special provisions. It, it, it's the sign of the times that we're living in. And this would be the same whether you are one that falls under the haves or the have nots. Again, I drive that point home. The reason why we have these lockdown regulations is not because we have a horrid uh, government that just doesn't want to see people flourish. We're trying to save lives here and it's going to be uncomfortable for all of us and even more so for those who lose loved ones at such a critical time. Just address the taxi associations that are crying foul at this point uh, about what's happening because they're saying whether we like it or not, trucks are already now doing what they're meant to be doing and uh, it, it, they, they, they are, there was a threat there in some of mm. the things that they've been saying. Mm-hmm. They have every right to be upset if the phenomenon is actually taking place. We've had stories of buckies, you know, transporting people. We've had stories uh, of the trucks that, as you mentioned, and even private vehicles who decide that they want to turn uh, themselves into vehicle hiring companies because they want to make use of that gap between 11 a.m. and uh, 3 p.m. when the the, the taxis are not uh, traveling. Uh, They want to make use of that, which is terribly unfair and extremely illegal as well. And this is where law enforcement comes to play. So we are having roadblocks every single place. I mean, the highways, the byways, the boundaries, and, and 
And we need to do that so that those who are found to be on the wrong side of the law do face the consequences of their actions. The taxi operators are quite correct in, in the way in which they express themselves, saying that this is unfair and they're disgruntled about that. And that is why we've responded by law enforcement and making sure that there's visibility on these highways so that those who are infringing are punished. Ayanda, yesterday, I mean, we keep hearing adjustments to the regulations. Uh, just give us quickly what it is that's now changed. Yesterday, there were some updates on the regulations. What has changed in your department? And I think it's very important, Pamela, because you are going to experience changes. Yes. Even as the extension of the lockdown was announced, that means we need to look and reevaluate where we are and see what's feasible and what's no longer feasible. Mm. So, for example, a, a direction was, was made uh, to the effect that um, uh, uh, wines can be exported mm. as part of agricultural products. And then the question mark came that you said, okay, you're saying there's no alcohol that's permitted to be transported, whether private vehicles or, or companies. How is it that you're allowing wine? And that was a discrepancy that we had to then fix and then revoke to say, you know what? Yes, it is an agricultural product destined for international shores, but we cannot allow for that transportation. That's the one. Then the second, which was then gazetted, was that reversal of the uh, capacity of the taxis mm-hmm. that took place earlier mm-hmm. uh, from 100%, we're saying 70% strictly. Uh, that's how it's, it's going to be. And we're going to experience even more um, adjustments as mm. time goes on. Perhaps if we relax the regulations or uh, if the president announces uh, you know, uh, a little bit of relaxation or perhaps even an end to the lockdown, we'll then be able to respond as a department. And I'm really grateful because South Africans understand that we're in unfamiliar territory. Uh, these are new uh, phenomena for all of us, including the, the international community. And, and really we have to adapt and- Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. All right, so we obviously then got a bit of an interruption there. Ayanda, we do apologize for that. Ayanda Ali Payne, who's a spokesperson of the Ministry of Transport, and uh, she's just giving us an update on some of the regulations, uh, changes. And as you know, you know, every now and then we have this update coming through because as things change, things get adjusted rightfully. So nobody's ever had COVID-19 before in any country. And so as uh, as as a country as well, we just keep adjusting because we have to adjust to the times. If you have any questions, you're more than welcome to call in and ask those questions. I hope I've asked the questions that you were concerned about the most. 0891-104-207. The issue of trucks is a concern to them as well. They do not at all think it's okay for, for trucks to be delivering people from one province to another. Um, that's as much as uh, the, the, the ministry is saying. But Ayanda was also filling us in on some of the new regulations as well, just some of the changes that have been made since the very first announcement. Ayanda, you spoke about the um, exporting of wine, which has now been rescinded, correct? Well, 100%, thank you very much once again. So there's that, but there's also, um, you'll remember that we had revised the figure uh, in terms of the carrying capacity, capacity of uh, public transport vehicles to 100%. That was then taken down to 70%. Um, and that is to make sure that we do observe social distancing, but that also the taxi operators are able to at least break even, uh, if not make a profit during this difficult time. Ayanda Alipeni, thank you so much for, for really making the time. Uh, I'm sure we'll be calling on you one more time because the questions keep coming in. But really appreciate the time you've given us, Ayanda Alipeni, spokesperson for the Ministry of Transport, and just giving us an update. And yeah, uh, you may not like the answer, but there it is. Yeah. Trucks are not supposed to be ferrying people around, and it's, it is just the way it is, it seems.